Lady Ada, what is this? Hey, hey, hey. It's time for show and tell. The most fun you can have on the internet without getting solder burns. It's me, Lady Ada, with me as Mr. Lady Ada. We're broadcasting live from the Adafruit headquarters in downtown Manhattan. Got an exciting show for you tonight, jam-packed with Adafruit peeps and folks from around the world showing off their projects, whether it's soldering or 3D printing or electronics or circuit board layout or coding or crafting or knitting. That's right. It's all going to happen here for the next 25 minutes. We're going to get out of here at 7.50 so we can get on to our next show. Yep. But uh, meanwhile, let's check in with what is going on with Adafruit folks from around the world. Start off with Dan. Hello. Hey, Dan. So what's going on? I want to come up. Can you hear me? Yes. Yep. Great. Okay. So we'd like to announce that CircuitPython 5.0.0 is now available. Final general availability, stable, whatever you want to call it. Yay. We started it um, around last July, went from alpha zero to alpha five, beta one, beta beta zero to beta five, with these candidate zero and one, and we're all done. And this this version seems quite stable. It's uh, it's working really well for a lot of people. We've been doing a lot of projects with it, especially with Bluetooth and Display I.O. Those are the sort of the two major enhancements that it has very much improved versions of Bluetooth BLE support and display I.O. support and a bunch of other things, STM32 support and upcoming IDON MX initial support for some really fast chips that we have. So um, try it out. Uh, go to circuitpython.org and go update your board. It's really easy. And um, there'll be more later, but we're really happy about this right now. Yay, we're so happy. Congratulations yeah. on the release, Dan. Yeah, very exciting. All right. Next up, let's go to Noah and Pedro. They're next on the little list. Hey, what's up, folks? Hey, guys. So you get this up and running. This week we released a nice little video and case for the Piloton. So GP released the guide last week. We did the video this week, and this is a really cool um, effort with uh, by Dylan and Scott and Dan and JP. So lots of hands touched this. Did the video and the the three um, D printing page guide for this and the assembly. So it's a nice little case. And big shout outs to Bill Binko who got us to actually change it right in the middle of it. He had us add the quarter twenty, which he loves adding for all the assistive tech things. And it's really cool because you can actually take this off and then just put it on a tripod or the brackets that we designed that goes on any handled bike. So it's like the 21 millimeter, the 20 millimeter. Yeah, there's also tons of like camera mounts available. Oh, there's yeah. always a camera for every kind of thing, so. Exactly, yeah. So big shout outs to Bill for sort of forcing us to put that on there. He's like, why aren't you putting that on there? And then of always course- good suggestions. Uh, another suggestion from him was the built-in reset button so you can easily reprogram that. Uh, and no one's got a nice yeah, demo. Do, do we have time, Phil, for like a? Yeah. Always okay. time. Always, always for you. Sweet, thank you. So we're making a lot of progress on our MIDI guitar. This is a collab project with Liz from Blitz City DIY. Uh, so I wired up all the stuff. Um, it's got Cherry MX switches, so it sounds like a guitar. We got the whammy bar working as well. We could also do uh, accelerometer. Let me see if this is the right. Thing. We got, let's see, this switch over here. You can change up the octaves, so you can switch between those different modes. Uh, we're still working on strumming, so we'll be able to do some strums. And then, of course, whammy. 
<laughs> so we'll be about it. So uh, we'll be writing up the learn guide and uh, kind of finalizing it. But it feels really fun to play with. And uh, we did a nice little demo on 3D Hangouts this morning, mm -hmm. which you guys should check out. And yeah, that's it. Whammy, whammy, whammy. Whammy. Bye. Thanks, Vince. <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye. Good, good stuff coming from 3D printing land. Good okay. Stuff. Next up, Melissa and Melissa's screen. Hello. Hello. So, I have been working on this dashboard. I showed it off last week, and I had gotten up to doing where I could play a sound on it. But now I have a couple other ones, such as being able to change the color on the NeoPixel here. Oh, green. Just by changing it here. Purple. And green again. Nice. Red. Or even like yellow. Yellow's nice. And then there's also a 3D model, so I can move it around and have it being changing on there too. That's a nice little rabbit. Yeah, it was a little bit big in your demo video, but I got it to the right size now. Good, yes, yeah, smaller bunny. Yeah. Oh, it looks great. And you got buttons, humidity, pressure, light. It's just a nice little dashboard to see what's going on with your. Yeah, you can like push the buttons and. Tells you. Yeah. You don't want to play sound? Uh, yes. Why not? I mean, it's there. I don't know if you can hear it. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was loud. <laughs> All right, nice. Okay, well, that's a great dashboard. Guides coming soon. Of course, people mm -hmm. can just type in that URL into their Chrome browser and check it out. Uh, How did you like Web Bluetooth so far? It's good. Yeah. Good. Oh, I added another little feature here at the last second where I can um, – show only the known devices so then it only come up with i guess you can't see it on there but yes yeah it shows just the clue the the or if you have one of these or one of the new set uh, sense boards it'll yeah. show just those but if you don't have that check then it'll show everything that it can find in case okay. you have like some board that it doesn't know about okay all right great work melissa all right good very exciting good stuff Okay, next up, speaking of giving people a clue, Katni. Hello. How's your clue? My clue is doing great. Um, so I worked on a uh, guide and example to write a simple uh, badge for clue and decided simple wasn't good enough and wanted it to be super customizable. So I updated PyBadger to um, allow for uh, basically putting lines of text over a color block background. Um, that color block can be moved very easily. The size can be changed. The size of the text can be changed. What text is displayed can be changed. The colors can be changed. Um, it's all kinds of fun stuff. And the other thing I added because I decided that wasn't quite enough either was the ability to display it with a bitmap background. Um, note the colors are different. That's because the purple and pink on the other one are actually Blinka purple and Blinka pink, meaning they just straight up blended into Blinka. Too, too blinky. Yeah, on the on the bitmap example. Um, so of course it's uh, doing the focus thing. Yeah. Um, Looks great though. Yeah. So it's there's a guide out for that. Uh, it's super simple to update. Um, you can display all kinds of fun stuff, and uh, basically set up a, a badge for um, your next event. Uh, the example is specifically for Clue. However, uh, the um, Update to PyBadger works on PyBadge and PyGamer as well. It's just that the since the screen is smaller, you're going to need um, smaller text. 
All right, great work, Kenny. Very excited to get that guide. It's live now. It is. Bye, Blinka. Thanks. Okay, next up, Brian. Brian? Next in the queue. And Brian's screen. Brian's screen. Hello, Wait, world. Brian, your um, camera went away, but Wait, your, your screen still is there. still there. World. This is world. Yeah. So, Brian, <laughs> we're going to come back to you because your, your audio and video is out, but you, for whatever reason, your screen is still able to show It looks cool, though. Hello, yeah. show and tell. Although, you know what? We could probably do make your charades. I was muted. That's why. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, you're still not coming in for video. But uh, it's probably because my camera's off, too, I'm going to guess. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, we can hear you, so why don't you go for it? Cool. So uh, here it is. Um, this is the prototype of the badge for the Open Hardware Summit. Uh, it is got a lot of things going on here. So it's got a little Bluetooth module with the NRF52840. So it's running the circuit pipeline on that. Got your BLE there. Of course, you got your little display connector, miscellaneous bits and pieces, flash, all the good stuff that makes a standard uh, circuit pipe on board. Uh, we also got a quick QT connector somewhere here. There it is. Um, and uh, let's see, we got IMU, a microphone, all kinds of fun stuff. So this is the front of it. I've got some test uh, display IO code running right now. So uh, I was uh, hacking on it as I was waiting to come on. But yeah, here it is. It's uh, pretty cool. It's The form factor is meant to be like a watch. Um, yeah. So it's going to have uh, another board mounted behind it that has a strap onto it, so you can, you know, wear it on your wrist like a super cool person. Okay, super cool person. All right. Nice work. Very on cool. This. We'll have, we also have some updates about um, the badges and more on Ask an Engineer. So we'll do that tonight. All right. Very cool. Everyone's hey, getting into Circuit Python badges. Adios. Okay. Next up, let's check in with Aaron. Hello. Uh, so I launched a new tutorial. I have a, a, a screen to show off this week as well. Um, it's a little hard to see on here. Let me see if I can adjust the lighting. Well, a little bit. You can see it. Uh, right now it has a spinning leaf animation going on. Yeah. And um, it's a temperature sensitive thing. This is inspired by the Frozen 2 movie that just came out. And in the movie, they've got a couple different elemental spirits. There's a, a leaf spirit called Gale that blows around. So this is kind of my neutral temperature thing. I have some canned air right here. So I'm just going to cool it off a little bit. And when we do that, Ooh. see that the snowflake appears, which is super cool. Um, if it gets warm, and I got my heat gun here. Oh my God, so risky. Go all the way to a purple flame animation, which again is coming from that Frozen 2 movie. There's a little purple salamander who runs around and does cute things. So this is kind of my uh, inspiration. It's using a circuit playground blue fruit and a gizmo. And then I also used um, 3D printer filament that is temperature sensitive. So if I warm it up, then not only does it show the flame, but it also changes to white, which is kind of fun. Yeah, it was like purplish and now it's a, a light color. Yeah. Nice. So it's kind of fun, um, inspired by the Frozen movie and it's just a fun little pendant. It's using uh, Noe and Pedro's snap together 3D printed case from the Christmas ornament guide, which is, it just worked perfectly. So yeah, I now just launched today and it's, it's kind of a fun, simple project. It might be fun to do with kids, so. I like that it's just, you know, it's like it's simple temperature sensing, but you can see what, you know, it's like a different temperature, show a different image. And it's that kind of like magical interactivity is like so fun. I think so, yeah. It's, a, it's just, it's so simple, but sometimes simple is good. Sometimes it's like, you don't wanna launch an app, you don't wanna press eight buttons. You just want it to change the image when the temperature changes and that's it. Does the job. All right, well, we'll show off a video shortly. The video came out great. And Aaron is wearing an amazing costume in it. So stick around. Okay.
Next Karen. up, do you want to go to Chris Young? Yep. Hi, Chris. Hey, Hi Chris. yeah. How's it going? Okay. I've got a quick video to show you. Uh, our buddy Bill Benko stopped by yesterday on a road trip up from Florida, and we went drone flying using my wheelchair joystick. And so I'm going to run this quick video. It's kind of self-explanatory. We've got more video coming soon. Okay, you cool. you can hear it here. It's on. Go to sleep. Are you hearing this? Yeah. No, not really. Okay. We're seeing a couple of frames. Why don't you do the narration over it, Chris? Well, he's Bill's explaining how the wheelchair controls uh, uh, is connected into the freedom wing, and the uh, and then that connects to his iPhone, which is going to fly the drone. Gotcha. And this is using. Um, we just covered this on the site. The Freedom Wing allows people to use their power wheelchairs as a controller. Some people are using it as an Xbox controller, all that, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I kind of put the, the headset on for the VR drone experience. Yeah, it's, it was really cool. This is very futuristic and clever. This is uh, me flying over my house. That's my roommate, Barb, and Bill's wife, Lori. Oh, neat. And you can see how stable it is. I wow, also have cool. up and down camera control. I can do anything with it. Is this and the first time you flew a drone? Huh? Is this the first time you flew a drone? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I haven't tried the, the headset thing where you can look through it yet either. Yeah, that was cool. that. Now here I'm going to go way up. going to go ballistic. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, it's beautiful. Look at those clouds. You can see your house from there. Huh. There's downtown Indianapolis in the distance. Yeah. And you can see the Indianapolis Motor Speedway coming up on the right back there. Here's a uh, little annotated. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, All right. Isn't it awesome? The, did you end up helping Bill with the Freedom Wing design so you finally got to use it? No, he really did all that on his own. Okay, uh, cool. But um, he, um, you know, he originally did it for the Xbox, but, um, you know, so you play Xbox with it. But he had other ideas in mind, like the, the drone stuff. And uh, so I was his first guinea pig. He's on a road trip right now. He went up to Elkhart. Indiana, remember the little girl Ella, uh, engineering Ella video? Yeah. yeah, yeah, she flew the drone today. He's oh man, Pittsburgh tomorrow to um, a guy named Steve that did work on the Xbox with him. All right, for Steve. and um, and then from there down to Baltimore for a little boy named Max, and then back to Florida by Saturday. So, him and his wife were taking a big road trip. We had a blast. There's more video to come. All right. Well, thank you so much, Chris. Okay. I love that. That's so cool. Bye. Hey, thanks, Chris. And All we'll right. see that video when it comes out. Yeah. Next up, Liz. Hey, Liz. What you got going on this week? Hey, how's it going? 
Good. Hello. Uh, so I've started working on a step counter with the clue and uh, put in an angle. I think you can see yeah. it. Um, oh, so we got the steps. Um, I got a speeding Blinka. Okay, good. Uh, and then there's a progress bar. It's getting a little blurred out, uh, but let me shake it up to update the count. Um, you can see it going. Yeah. Uh, so that'll show you how many steps you have left in your step goal that you can set in the code. Uh, and then I also put at the bottom, um, a see how many steps you're getting per hour, like on average. Um, so that'll show um, and it'll update depending on how many hours you've had it on. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I've been doing so far with it. How are you liking the built-in pedometer on the LSM? Is it working uh, out? It's great. I would thank you for that. That was really awesome. It's yeah. like you do a lot of really cool animations with it. So it's what I like about that chip was like it's always oh, got a pedometer and like free fall detection. I was like, and I wanted always a pedometer chip because it's such a pain to calculate it on your own. And yeah. Like, this does it for you and it keeps the count. And yes. you can like how many steps? And it's like, oh, 65. So you don't have to you can do other stuff, come back every few seconds and just query it. Exactly. Yeah. And you can do a lot of cool math with it too. So it's it's really awesome. Okay, cool. All right. Well, um, great work with that. And I think people will be looking forward to making their own step counters that uh, you control all the data. You don't have to worry yes. about it leaking Absolutely. information around the world. People, nobody steps you took. Exactly. All right. Yes. <laughs> and you also worked on the um, the whammy bar and um, MIDI guitar. Yes. Yeah. I'm assembling mine right now. So I should have mine fully up and running next week. Okay. Rock right. on. Thanks so much, Liz. Sounds good. Okay, and then last up, Dannon. Hey, Dan. Give it a couple minutes, and we can get to everybody this week. Take it away. Salutations, guys. Salutations. <laughs> the um, I'm sure everybody's uh, seen these things before. These little power packs. Yeah. And I obviously have way too many of them, but of course the cells are going to die because they get used enough. So why throw something out? Reuse it for something else. Yeah. I happened across a really awesome deal. Um, I got a uh, an electric lawnmower for like 40 bucks because oh. the battery died. Because <laughs> I'm dropping stuff. Yeah. And, uh, so I took it apart. It was a 40 volt. Uh, it, uh, over four, uh, four amp. But anyways, so I've got a boatload of these. So I dismantled a few of these little chargers. And thanks to the wonderful uh, sharing on Thingiverse. Uh, was it um, MSA is the uh, guy that did the original designing. But went and did the uh, close enough um, little charge things that I went and adapted. Ooh, that's nice. A little charger, charger LEDs action. It's got a good, it's got a good steampunk look to it. So now you have tons of battery chargers. Mm -hmm. And they still have all of the original functioning. You got the five volt, you got three, uh, three volt I can tap out of it. And these little ones even come with a little flashlight. Nice. All right, great work, Dan. I'd love to see reusing and recycling. It's the best way to do it. Oh, There's absolutely. So trash in America. We should reuse it, make good stuff with it. Agreed. All right, don't forget to email to get a sticker for your yeah. battery pack. And stay safe with those batteries. They're, they can pack a punch. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been doing a whole bunch of learning and whatnot to make sure that I uh, handle them properly because, yeah. Fires. We'll see you on the next, the next one. Well, you're, 
All right. Shine to space. Thank you so All much. Right. Thanks, and then since there's a few seconds left, I'm going to go to Dan's screen, which is the um, CircuitPython 5 poster that we had in celebration of the release of CircuitPython 5. So. Well, 6, what I like is it's a 6 is a very snaky number. Yeah, that's fine. So it's going to be like a little, little snaky. Yeah. Thanks for finding the poster, Dan. All right. That's All right. Thanks, everybody. Tell, everybody. Thanks for making this best half an hour Every single week, we're here at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Every single week, you can check us out on discord.gg slash Adafruit if you want to check it out in the live broadcast where we are showing and telling all the time, 24-7, 365. But this is a half an hour where you can show it on video. You don't have to go to a place around a bunch of people right people. now. Yeah, this is very timely. We've been yeah, doing this for a decade. We, we cannot we are, touch you. We're, going, we're doing good. We're coming together, but at the same time, social distancing. That's right. right. So we, you and I have always believed it. That's right. Okay. So we'll All see right. everybody uh, next week, and Show & Tell starts in a couple minutes. Thanks, everybody. Bye -bye. See you soon.